Good evening. It's lovely to have you here with us. If we haven't officially met yet, I'm sorry about that, but my name's Melanie, and together with Stuart, we moved here to start this beautiful church we call Real Life Church. So you're very welcome in our home, which by Monday to Friday is a girls' school, but on Sunday we take ownership of it and fill it with people and kids and young people. Um, It is our absolute pleasure to have you here tonight. I'm going to talk to you about the light of the world, and I'm hoping that there will be something in it for everybody. I'm hoping that whoever you are, whatever circumstances you find yourself in, that God has something to say to you tonight. I'm hoping that you leave thinking, oh yeah, that was helpful for me. So I love the light. Um, I love everything about it, to be honest. I love camping, which I know when I say that out loud, inwardly that makes people groan, because camping is a little like Marmite. You either love it or hate it. There is no in-between. I love camping. I love sitting out with a lantern, one a little something like this in the evenings. I love sitting out with a lantern. I love getting the fire pit on and toasting marshmallows and roasting sausages. I love lighting candles all over the house. And I'd worked out a little while ago when I set the house up for the evening, when the boys go are getting ready for bed and I I light a few candles, I would often come downstairs and they'd all be blown out. And I've worked out that Asher, my smallest boy, who's a little bit safety conscious, goes around behind me blowing them all out. I, I kept coming down and thinking, why are all the candles out and relighting them? And then one night I caught him just walking around blowing them out. He says, Mummy, we don't leave candles on, Mummy. So I put them on, they blow them out. I love making dens with my kids. Like on a Saturday morning, pyjamas on. I love getting loads of blankets. We grab loads of glow sticks. They sell them in the pound store, so we've got millions of them all over the house and we grab loads of glow sticks and we hang them up basically all over the place lights everywhere my latest thing I really love these finger lights I just think they're brilliant we've got these all over our house like just lighting things up and sometimes if we're feeling really wild and crazy we put the music on and we have ourselves a little rave indoors with a load of these on our hands and and just kind of I won't dance for you because it's embarrassing enough in my own home dancing with the Amazon man knocking on the door thinking what's going on. I'm not going to do it on stage. Um, But we do have a good old dance around which is loads of fun. Um, I love tea lights. I love it when Christmas swings round and you get to put on all the twinkly lights. I I just love it everywhere. It's just... Oh, it's beautiful, isn't it? There are people groaning who just think, oh my gosh, I hate that hanging all over the house. But I love that. I think my husband might be one of them. But um, I love it hanging everywhere. I love sneaking under the covers last thing at night. It's all right. It's a PG rating. I love sneaking under the covers last thing at night with a really good girly book and switching on some kind of book light or the torch on my iPhone and reading till way late in the night. So last night I was supposed to go to bed at 11. That's my rule. 
I know, you're looking at me. I was supposed to go to bed at 11, and I got to a point in my book where I just couldn't put it down because the guy and the girl had almost got together, and then it all went a bit wrong, and I just had to read it. Ended up reading till 12. 12, it was 12. Um, and even my secret Santa this year, so check out this. I, I was so thrilled with this. Not everyone would be thrilled to receive this. Check out this. Yes. Wave at me if anyone else has got one of these beauties. Yes. Even my secret Santa, I opened it and thought, yes. And then we played that present game where you switch and everyone's after something else. Someone took this off me, but I took it back. Um, So you roll a six and then you get to take your present back. Absolutely brilliant. The only thing I don't own is one of these. Um, So this apparently is a head torch. Um, I'm going to attempt to even put it on. I've never worn one of these before, so I'm sorry if it's shining. Is that shining in anyone's face? Now, I'm kind of feeling like for next year, this is going to have to be used in some way, shape or form. Somewhere. I don't even know what you use them for. Reading a book. Yes. Under the covers. Or camping. Why would I use it for camping when I've got one of these bad boys? So... I don't know. What do we use these for? Okay. Maybe if I went caving or something like that. So I'm thinking this is a good look for me. So I'm going to keep that on. Light has an incredible way of creating an atmosphere. It changes things immediately. Light introduces one thing that gets rid of another. Light is pure and it is brilliant. Light brings things out that were hidden Light illuminates, light points to things and shows and reveals. Light takes away fear. You know that point where you're in your room and you swear that something on the side looks like something and you flick the light on and it's just a pile of books or it's just your clothes hanging there. Light takes away fear and confusion. Light brings romance, men in the house. Light brings romance. You light a few candles and suddenly the mood changes. It brings love and fun and adventure. Light is incredible. And the Bible says this, that God is the creator of physical light. So I'm going to read you a couple of the readings that we heard earlier. Genesis 1, 2-4 says this, The earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the water. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and then he separated the light from the darkness. This means that every star in the sky, the moons, the planets, every sunset, every sunrise, the things that are seen and the things that are unseen, he created them all. And no wonder we marvel at it. No wonder we take photos of it. No wonder we want to get outside in it. No wonder we want to understand it. No wonder we want to give reason for it. They were made by him and they all point to him. The Bible's very clear that creation is supposed to be a finger that points to a creator. The Bible's very clear that we're supposed to look at it and then stand back and go, who made this? Who did this wonderful thing? 
Creation points to something and it points to someone. It cries out to our souls that there is something bigger. There's something greater. There's something that we're drawn to in it. It's something like the light where we're just drawn to it and want to be around it. If you troll through Facebook and Instagram, all you'll see is pictures of places and people, things that people want to show. We've got friends at the moment who are in Lapland. And, you know, they've got these photos of incredible scenery and husky dogs and sledges. And and you just look at it and think, wow, that just looks amazing. They look very cold, but it looks amazing. We're amazed by the created world around us. We celebrate it. We get out in it. And do you know if you don't get enough of it, if you don't get enough sunlight, if you don't get enough of the light, something inside of you is sad. Something inside of you feels depressed and down. It's why in the sunshine, often people are much sunnier and they're like, hi, how are you doing? Pouring with rain, people are heads down, just getting the job done. We love the light. I want to say to you today, if you love creation, if you love the world around you, if it, if it attracts you and you take photos of it and you're drawn to it and you want to be out in it, don't miss the one who created it all. Don't marvel at creation and stop there. Go a step further and think about who made this. Think about the God who put the stars into space and created the planets and created the moons and the sun and every sunrise and every sunset. When you look at your kids and they're not doing your head in, when you look at your kids and they're sleeping and they look so perfect and so incredible and you've got that rare moment where it's peaceful and you look at them, marvel at them, but then go a step further and think about the one who created them They're all supposed to point to something bigger, something better. The Bible says that Jesus himself is the light. I'll read the reading that Gemma read. So Isaiah 9, 2, 6 and 7. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in the land of deep darkness, a light will shine. For a child is born to us and a son is given to us and the government will rest upon his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. And then Joe read this to us, John 1 Verse 1, 4 and 5. In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God and the Word was God. The Word gave life to everything that was created and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. And then he read John 8, verse 12. Jesus spoke to the people once more and said... I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to light. He is the light of the world. So Jesus made that claim about himself. He came from God. He was going back to God. And the gospel says that if you follow him, you can come too. See, this light leads to life. It doesn't just stand somewhere and light up a room. It leads somewhere. It illuminates. It points out the author of life. It says, this is what life is all about. Now follow me. Come with me. It's a light that we're supposed to see and then act on. It's a light we're supposed to acknowledge and then follow after. 
Look at the way he arrived. So angels lit up the sky where the shepherds were. I I think that must have been an incredible scene to behold the star that brought the wise men. These were men who studied the stars. They understood the stars. Something about this particular star caught their eye and it led them to Bethlehem. They all pointed to a stable, a special baby, a significant birthplace, a significant mode of transport. So even the donkey that Mary came in on was predicted hundreds of years ago in the Bible. They all pointed to a mummy who would be a virgin and would give birth to the Son of God. The angels all lit up the sky. The stars lit up the sky. And they said, look at this special baby. They're all pointing and saying, he's here. On that night, they were announcing something. They're saying, he's here. The one you've been waiting for, the light of the world, he's touched down on earth. And we're going to show you where he is and what he's like. He's called the light of the world because there is no other light but him. It's Jesus or darkness. And the Bible makes that very clear. There's no alternatives. Many lights do not lead to God. The light of the world does. We all need Jesus of our light, all of us. And until then, we'll stumble around in the darkness, bumping into things and bumping into people. And I don't know about you, we all have bruises. We all have things that we've either inflicted on others or others have inflicted on us. That's what it's like to bumble around in the darkness. The light, when it turns up, reveals things in our lives. If you've ever met Jesus, had an encounter with Jesus, the first thing that happens is you realize how wretched you are. It doesn't leave you there, but the light reveals things. You know what it's like sometimes when you turn the light on in your house and suddenly you can see every speck of dust? We've got football mad boys, so at the moment we're kicking the ball towards the house, which means that on our back windows at the back of the house, there are ball marks at various points on the back crying out to me, clean me. It's not happening yet, but it will. Maybe over the Christmas holidays, our windows will get cleaned. When the light's switched on, it reveals stuff. And when Jesus turns up, it reveals stuff in our life. It reveals that we're not good enough. It reveals that we've got things. We don't even live to our own standards, let alone a holy God standard. It reveals sin and shame. It shows us who we really are. It illuminates things. But this light brings with it hope. When it arrives in our life, it brings with us hope and mercy, and love, and kindness, and grace. It gives us things that we do not deserve. It offers us a life that we have not earned. It shows us that we can't get to God on our own, and then he lights up the way. If Jesus reveals himself in your life, he will light up the way back to God. He says it's through him, through his sacrifice on the cross, in our place for all our sin, but he lights up the way. One day the whole earth will be covered with his light. One day he will touch down again and the entire world will see that he is the light of the world. For now we live in the bit in between where lights are going on all around the world, where homes are giving over their lives to Jesus and it's like the light is being turned on. And all around the world this is happening every day. 
I think they say now in Africa, the, the, the conversion rate of people becoming Christians and giving their lives to Jesus is overtaking the birth rate. In the developing world, we're a little bit behind, but we're still seeing significant growth in the lights going on in people's homes and in people's lives. And lastly, the Bible says this, he wants us to be like him and be lights in our dark world. So Matthew 5, 14 and 15 says, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. He's the creator of physical light. He is the light of the world. But when you become a Christian, he says you are also to light up the world around you. You see, darkness is very real. Pick up your phone, turn on the TV, read a newspaper. I know it's old school. I do personally love a newspaper. I love a physical book. Pick up a newspaper, turn on your phone, and you will find darkness everywhere. The only way to deal with darkness is to shine a light. It's the only thing that extinguishes the darkness. It will retreat because it has to. You don't see an equal battle between light and dark. If you turn a light on, the darkness has to retreat. And you might be here tonight with darkness in your own life. You might be sitting there thinking, well, it's all very well, all these lights switching on and all this chat about light. But actually, my life is dark right now. There are things in your life that are hidden. There are things that you're ashamed of. There are things that you think, if people knew that about me, they would never want to come near me. You might have physical illness that just feels like a darkness that just descends on you and you have days where you just think I don't even know how to function how to get out of bed you might have mental or emotional illness that's like a darkness that just seems to follow you around and wherever you go however you try and shake it it just seems to be there you might be having nightmares you might hate going to bed at night I felt like when I was prepping that there were people who literally dread going to sleep because they have no idea what's going to happen in their dreams. They have no idea what's going to happen when they turn out the lights. And you might even feel silly about that. You might be a grown-up thinking, man, I shouldn't be having nightmares, but you are. And so the dark just becomes crippling for you. There might be death in your family where you just think it feels like this thing that is just descending and just keeps on coming. You might have death all around you where you just think everywhere I look, people are dying. And you might just be thinking, where are you, God, in all of this? You might have secrets that you can't escape from, that you kind of walk around with and you just think, crumbs, if people knew, they'd never accept me. You might be leading double lives that are hidden. You might be one thing over here and another thing over there. And you might be feeling like, I just am bumping around in the darkness. You might be battling with addiction where you just think, it is like a darkness. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know how to overcome it. He's the light. 
And you might see darkness all around you and you might be despairing, but chances are there's someone sitting next to you who owns one of these or one of these. And the chances are that if you spoke to them and asked them, they'd pick up this or they'd pick up that and they'd turn it on. And they'd help you and enable you. Do you know the best thing you can do for things that are hidden is to just bring them out into the light. By the time you've done that, most of it is dealt with. So if you're not a Christian in the room, let me be clear. Jesus has said he's the light of the world. And we don't just sing about this stuff and light up a room because we've got incredible musicians and every Christmas I get my legs out. And so, you know, I've got to have a stage to be able to do that because it only happens once a year. So we don't just do all this because of those things. We do this because we firmly believe he's the light of the world. We firmly believe that he's the light that leads to life. And if you want to know what life is really all about, you want to be looking at him. So if you're not a Christian in the room and you're curious about our church, I'm putting on a little course just for you. So it's a four-week course that is starting in February next year. I'm going to wait till you've got no money and you're a bit depressed and a bit down and you're thinking, man, who's going to give me a free bit of food and a glass of wine? (gasps) Melanie, the light of February. And so, you know that point where you've got no money and and all your decorations have gone down and it feels gloomy. I'm going to invite you to come on something called Explore. So I've put cards on your seats tonight at nine o'clock and Eventbrite thing will go live on our website and on our Facebook. And if you want to find out more about Real Life Church, who we are, what we believe and what we're about, just go on there and click and book a place. I can promise you, you will have great food. You will have a nice glass of wine or maybe a beer if that's what you like. You'll get to hear from Stuart and I our story, why we came here, why we're doing what we do. We'll get some real life Christians who'll get up and talk about why we believe what we believe. We will engage in proper conversation with you where you can challenge whatever you like, ask whatever you like. We'll make it an over 18s night so there will be no question that you're not allowed to ask. So you can come, have a glass of wine, have a listen to what we're talking about and ask as many questions as you like. I love Jesus and feel so committed to my faith. However, I'm not so precious about it that I can't be questioned and can't be asked. So if you think, I would love to know more about that church, what they believe and what they're about, you can come on that course and you can ask questions. Four weeks at the point where you've got no money and we will give you a glass of wine and a bit of food and chat about the things that really matter. If you're a Christian in the room, you're probably sitting there thinking, yeah, that's all for everybody else. Excellent. I'll just sit back. No. The light of the world introduces himself into your life and brings you to life so that you might then go out and be light to the people around you. You are bound to be sitting next to, working next to, in a playground, in your home, in a coffee shop, next to people who are bumbling around, bumping into things and people. You're bound to be in relationship with people who could do with someone turning up with a bit of hope and a bit of light in their circumstances. I want to encourage you 
to pick up a light and take it with you wherever you go. I want to encourage you that the one thing Christians should rock up with on the earth is light, not judgment, not all the things we won't do or won't be a part of, but they should rock up with light. You should literally bang it down on the table and it should transform the places where you stand. And it's not you, it's not I'm really special, it's something you bring with you. It's something that someone has done in you. It's additional to you. So I'm a fairly nice person, I'm okay. What I bring into relationship with people is not me, I bring him. Because he is exceptional and he is the light of the world and he has answers. I'm okay. And, I, and I've, you know, got a little bit of wisdom in the mix and, and I, you know, wear lots of light things and, you know, and I can tell a few, not jokes, but funny stories and he is exceptional and he has the answers of people. He has a light that leads to life. I want to encourage you, if you're a Christian in the room, shine in the places where God has asked you to stand. Bring hope bring love, bring mercy, especially at Christmas time. Bring the light of the world into conversation. Bring the light of the world into people's darkness and people's despair. And then lastly, there are bunches of people here that are just living in darkness. And you can be a Christian living in darkness, and you can be not a Christian living in darkness. You can hide your light under a stand under a blanket, you can forget sometimes who you are and who you belong to. I know sitting in a room like this, there are people that just need to say, this is going on in my life. They need to get the truth out there. They need to just go, do you know what? I'm battling with this addiction. And I need you to help me. One of the best things you can do with things that are hidden, is to bring them out into the light. One of the best things you can do is talk to someone. At the time, it feels like probably the worst and the last thing you want to do. Let me say to you tonight, if you are battling, if you are thinking, I am walking around in darkness, grab the person next to you, the person behind you, someone, and say, tell me about the light, pray for me, Help me, listen to me. Don't leave this room without having dealt with it. And you know who you are because in your heart already, you're starting to race a bit. Your hands are a little bit sweaty and you're thinking, oh gosh, I hope she closes this up soon. If you struggle with nightmares, tell someone. You're never too old for that. And I know sometimes that feels like a kiddie thing. If you're struggling with addiction, tell someone. If you feel like your whole family is surrounded by death, when I was prepping, I know that's not like a Merry Christmas type of a thing, but when I was prepping, I just thought there are some families that just feel like I'm literally surrounded by it. If you know that's you, if you're contemplating giving up on your marriage, giving up on your life, so right now, not, not that they left the socks out and you're feeling a bit annoyed about it, or for the 20 millionth time you've closed the lid on the toilet seat, that's just being married. You have to get over that. But if you are genuinely feeling like, I am done with this, I am finished, tell someone, talk to them. If you are feeling like, I am done with life, tell someone, talk to them. The moment you bring it out into the light, 
God can do something with it, and God can turn that situation around. So he is the creator of physical light. If you love creation, get out in it, enjoy it. I thoroughly recommend Sutton Park. In fact, I'm going to find a use for this in Sutton Park. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go foraging around. Like If you see me and I'm like crawling around somewhere, know that I'm making use of the head torch. Just get out and enjoy it, but make the next step. Make the next step that gets to who made this, what's it all about, what's it pointing to. If you are someone that takes millions of pictures of outside, if you like to climb, get up in the mountains, run, explore it, go to the next level. Ask yourself, who made it and what's it for? Jesus said he is the light of the world. And he's the light that shines into our darkness. The Bible's clear. He is the sacrifice. He's the savior. He's the best friend you could ever have. He lights up the way to God and then shows you how to get there. He is outstanding. Get to know him. Get to know him more. And then lastly, we are called to be the light of the world. It's something that Christians should always show up with. If you don't show up with anything else, fine. Remember to put your clothes on and remember to pick up your torch and then go out there and shine. Light up the world you're a part of. Bring hope, bring mercy, bring love, bring kindness. It is what our world is crying out for and in so desperate need of. If you would like someone to pray with you today, we would love to pray with you. If you would like someone to talk with you, we would love to talk with you. And you might be a Christian and you might not be a Christian. Doesn't matter in this place. God is happy to see you, whoever you are. So I'm going to ask the band to come and join me. We're going to sing a carol. During the second carol, you will be released if you have children to go and get them. That's not an option. You can't think, oh no, I'll leave them out there and stay here. When you're given the option, if they are your children, please get them. They will have had something to eat and they might have had time to make something. Um, And you can bring them back in and we're going to sing a load more carols together. There will be a bunch of us that will just hang around down the front if anyone wants to come and chat to us at the end. I've loved talking with you. Thank you for listening.